Hello and welcome to episode 11 of the Board Minutes podcast. I'm Seth LaRue and I'm joined once again by my partner in crime, Corey Brown. What's up? What's up? Uh, oh, that intro music. Still got oh, it. we still got it. And I want to, Corey, shout out Brun, is going to call out, or shout out, why did I say call out? Is going to shout out our intro music by Trey Deuce. This is our second podcast episode with this intro music. His new mixtape just dropped on SoundCloud. It's called Maybe You'll Listen When I'm Dead, which is kind of a, a good name, I mm-hmm. feel. So, you know, he has, I don't know, double-digit tracks on here. 13 tracks on the mixtape. Follow him on SoundCloud at uh, Trey Deuce FBP. And, uh, you know... Like him, follow him, share it with your friends. Yeah. And maybe while you're at it, listen to the Board Minutes podcast and share that with your friends too. Yeah. If they like Trey Deuce and they'll probably like the Board Minutes because, you know, this is this is a perfect combination. Synergy. <laughs> <laughs> So this is um <laughs> we were talking about this earlier Phil Sims style and we <laughs> and you know this is going to be a little bit of a looser pod we you know there are a lot of sports going on NBA playoffs NHL playoffs uh NFL drafts coming up the Masters just ended we're both huge golf fanatics so um, but this is going to be a little bit of a loser pod, uh, touching briefly on sports, but then we're going to get into a TV show that the ultimate sport. Yeah. And that you look, I'm sure some of you that listen to this, listen to Bill Simmons and his podcast and stuff, and they touch on the show that we're going to touch on. But honestly, I was watching the show in high school <laughs> yeah. before I knew who Bill Simmons was. Yeah, I've been watching the show since I was like, yeah, a kid. So, you know. We're, we we both love it. Um, it's I, the it's the challenge on MTV for anybody who doesn't know what we're talking about. I was going to keep it crypto. Oh, sorry. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> it's not anymore. So we're going to get in because the new season's coming out soon. May so, 4th. So we're going to, you know, preview it and talk about, you know, some maybe previous seasons and who we think's got the edge going yeah. in. Yeah, we'll see what happens. Yeah, before we get to that, though, kind of a big, I wouldn't call it blockbuster, but. No, not a, bl- a lot of money being thrown around in the NFL today. Right, huh? right. Josh Norman signing with the Washington Redskins was it five years seventy five mil? So yeah, it was it was kind of a weird situation yeah. because he was franchise tagged mm-hmm. by the Carolina Panthers, and I think they were, I think he was guaranteed. I think it was like thirteen. It was thirteen thirteen point five yeah. something like that because they averaged the top five salaries at your position right if you're franchise tagged. Mm-hmm. So for cap reasons, or for for not for well, yes, for cap reasons because they couldn't work out a long term deal with Josh Norman. Yep, and you know, cornerbacks, wide receivers. Well, they didn't want to hit. Yeah, they want to have. They're deep. They they want. They want. They want their money. Yeah, and you know, they want to secure a long term deal, and they couldn't reach any you know common ground. So they basically rescinded the franchise tag, Mm -hmm. making Josh Norman, who was arguably top five cornerback last year. For he's, Carolina, he's still pretty young, right? Is he like twenty in his mid? Uh, yeah, yeah. So he's, I mean, he's not like he's not old. He's not like thirty or anything. I mean, he's 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 not like Darrell Rivas, who's obviously he's a 30s, bit more yeah. experienced. Yeah. But I mean, he. I mean, I think Norman's like here. I'm looking at right. He's twenty eight. Yeah. So he's like kind of in the prime of his career, maybe a little, little more. Yeah, but 
I mean, guess, I guess the thing that I the thing about it because this happens like every year. Like there's something something like. But this I don't think it happens year. in terms of like the franchise tag because you get oh, paid no, no, no. when oh, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm not saying like what. Ha- yeah, oh, okay. what happened to him? That was a very that was a very unique situation in that they franchised him because usually they franchise guys because it basically guarantees that another team won't sign them and it gives right. them like an extra year and you get to paid work out like you and the guy get gets paid. guaranteed money. Yeah. Um, because you're getting a top five average salary. That's what I'm saying. And then, so usually that sometimes that happens and they can't work out a deal and then the, the guy will just leave the next year. But it's interesting how Carolina franchise tagged him and then they're like, oh, we're not going to reach out a deal. Like, oh, we're just going to let him become unrestricted. Yeah. And then within like a day or two, he's been signed. And now. I think like, I kind of need to read into that more because I don't really, I mean, I kind of, I just don't see why... Was Norman just not going to show up to workouts? He did. He did. He said that he um, he refused to show up to offseason workouts. Oh, yep. Okay. So if, Unle- until, until they had like a long term deal. deal, and he wanted more than they were willing to pay him, considering that he's already twenty eight years old. Sure. So it's just interesting. But I what I was going to say was, it does seem that every year there's some team that just. I mean, it happened when Rebus was a free agent when he went back to the Jets from the Patriots. Yeah, yeah. Just every year, there's some team that's just looking to make a splash and has the cap room. And ends up just throwing down like a ton of money on a player, and you know, interestingly, it seems that those teams are never the teams that end up winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. You know, it's like I think there's uh, some sort of correlation there of teams that are not super smart with their money tend to not do very well. And I kind of, I sort of feel like Washington. I mean, they probably look at it as like we made the playoffs last year. We got a good young quarterback. Like, let's add. A piece that we really need, and we have the cap room, and so yeah, it'll yeah. be it'll be interesting to see. And I mean, that. they they have like aging corners too, right? Because is D'Angelo Hall still mm-hmm. their like main D back? I know, I know, like there are a couple guys in my in my office that are from DC. They're front, they're big Redskins fans, but I think the Redskins have been making kind of a you know big splashes this this mm-hmm. off season. Yeah, um, so that's kind of exciting for them. But I'm just kind of interested to see. Well, I, I think everyone's interested to see how Norm's going to do because he doesn't really have the huge resume. It's just yeah, he had that one season last, last year, year, basically. But it's kind of crazy because he completely. I mean, like I remember the, the game against Odell Beckham where Odell Beckham just lost his mind. Oh, and they got a fight. Yeah, and but Norman was just just dominating, and I mean, he was. I mean, and now he, they get to see each like other twice a year. Down. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, I'm. I'm just looking up. I'm trying to see who they have on the outside in terms of young guys because I know they have a good D line. Like Ryan Kerrigan's yeah. good, but yeah, they have D'Angelo Hall, uh, Culliver. Oh, Chris Culliver, yeah, used to be from the Niners. Niners yeah. yeah, but really nobody. Yeah. Too notable, like quality wise. Yeah, I think they probably just they probably just saw it as a. Breland's a third year guy out of Clemson. Yeah, I think they just saw it as like, let's get this guy. We got the money, and maybe we can help us take that next step. But because I mean, there are stud receivers in the NFC East. That's true. Yeah. So Dez you get and, a shutdown corner, Des yeah. and Odell. You know. So I don't know. That's I, true. We'll see. I don't really like talking about the Redskins because I mean, they're they're average to me, and I'm I'm I only talk about above average teams like the Packers. <laughs> So yeah, so we'll see how that goes. I I think another thing that I found interesting that's kind of been in the news lately was the, I guess the ongoing reality TV show life of Johnny Menzel. Who, <laughs> I mean, 
Dude, this guy... It's fantastic. Well, so I think that's the thing is like a lot of people, especially like a lot of younger people, like really liked Johnny Menzel when he was in college because he was kind of like... Uh, he was like he was like a I mean he was like a really good player, really entertaining player. Yeah. Um, but you know, he's obviously kinda like cocky and kinda just you know I mean, obviously now we know he likes to party and it's just like one of those things where I liked to party when I was twenty three. Well no, exactly. Well and at first it was something where I was still like, okay, this is entertaining. But now I don't know, like, I'm getting to the point now where like he was just at Coachella with uh Josh Gordon. Josh Gordon. What who, who just <laughs> that's failed, a whole different who topic. Just failed a whole another different no, but that's topic. what I'm saying though, is like I mean, I get it. Like, you want to go to Coachella. You want to do some fun stuff. It's like, dude, you're in your, you know, you're picked in the first round. You have an opportunity to just bank, like, millions of dollars in an NFL career. Oh, my God. And it's like, what are you, like, what is he doing? You know, it's like, you know, he's and he's even said, like, he's not going to stop partying or whatever, which is fine. But it's like, you know, at least, like, take your job Like, Gronk doesn't stop partying. No, Gronk doesn't stop partying. And he just beasts people on the but field, Gronk too. But Gronk is different than than Manziel, right? Because I feel like the pressure coming into the NFL and I guess in college when Manziel mm-hmm. was there was much, I guess the spotlight was much greater. I think it's, I mean, it's just one of those things and where... And Gronk performed when he got to the NFL. Well, it's just one of those things where like Manziel hasn't really done much in the NFL. He's had a couple exciting you know games, but overall he hasn't been good. Mm-hmm. And part of the problem, like what's going to happen is... If he doesn't work out in Cleveland, like they did just they did just trade for RG three, so we'll see what happens with that quarterback situation. Yeah. But if he doesn't work out there, eventually it's gonna get to a point where like who's gonna want to sign him? Because sure, right now he's young and people want to sign him, but at some point he's not gonna be young. At some point he's gonna be like twenty nine or thirty, and you know, people are gonna be like, I don't want to deal with this guy. He's like not only is he past his prime, but he's also Well you you'd have you'd hope terrible could, off the field, you know? So he's twenty three right now, mm-hmm. but you hope he could figure it out by Well that's what I'm saying. I hope he does. But there's I mean there's no like the guy's twenty three. I probably did as stupid as stuff. Yeah, but you didn't have like an NFL career to worry about that's, or that's, riding on. That's it, you know true. I mean? Like you had you were like in college, finishing up college. Right. And, just doing what like most yeah most twenty three year olds do. But That's true. I think he's he's stuck in a situation where he wants to do what most twenty three year olds do, but he doesn't realize that he's not like most twenty three year olds. Yeah, and he's so probably held to higher standards. Yeah, but I mean, in the past, like just this year, he's lost two agents. Well, not only that, but uh, Nike just terminated his contract. Yeah, yep. so it's like right there. I'm not even talking about well, like playing playing in the NFL, but like. I mean, what is that contract worth? Probably millions of dollars a year. He's just losing that money now. Whereas, like, even if you suck on the field, but you're, you know, you do everything the right way, like, Nike's not going to necessarily terminate your contract. Just for your name, because everybody knows your name. Exactly. But I just think it's hilarious that I thought Drew Rosenhaus was like, if if you lose, if he doesn't want to represent you, like and he represented Terrell Owens, yeah, he represented like he always represents kind of like the the most arrogant, like yeah, like cocky, just like and hard if he's to work like, with nah, guys. This is enough, this bro. Is more too much of a headache <laughs> for me. Yeah, you know it's bad. So I <laughs> I don't know what to, I don't know. I don't know, Johnny. If you're listening to this at some, he's an unrestricted free agent, right? If you're listening to this at some like Vegas club in undercover, you know, wearing Dude, he's undercover in a pool disguise, right now. Just you know, we're rooting for you, and we want to see you. We want to see you get back on track. Because he's a free agent, right? Is he? The Browns released him. Did they really? I think they did. Wow. Right. I mean, it would make sense. I was say I don't think his contract is up, so he would have had to have been released. I think he was released. I mean, but I could. Well, be wrong. that kind of that just backs up further what I was saying. Like, like what is he doing? You know, 
Like, does he just think that, like, magically some team's going to want him? Because he's, like, the greatest thing in the world? Like, he he isn't good. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, that's enough. That was just something that's, I something I want to touch on because it, I don't know. It's just, you know. Yeah, he's a free agent. I look back on my 23-year-old self, and if I could play in the NFL, I would have loved to do that. <laughs> Seth, we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Maybe. Maybe, I'd, I'd, be, you'd maybe be, I'd be retired by now. You'd be a guest on my podcast. You'd be a famous guest on my podcast. A recurring guest. I'd be like the Michael Strahan. The CBP. The Michael Strahan. The Courtroom Podcast. Uh-oh, don't go, don't go off and create your own franchise. Dude, now. I'm already getting too big for this. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to take all of our 140 followers. Hey, knock it off. <laughs> yeah, the, I guess the other NFL-related thing that I thought was interesting is now that um, the offseason is kind of starting to take shape and teams are uh, reporting for their offseason workouts and people are signing is they have uh, updated Super Bowl odds. Yes. Um, yes. So the Patriots are 6-1 to one to win the Super Bowl. Yep. And they're followed by Seattle and Green Bay, who are both ten to one. Yep. I feel like the Packers are always like ten to one to win the Super Bowl. I feel like they're always, yeah, third, probably third. And then, like, us. at some point during the season, the odds like decrease because they don't do as well as like they were supposed to. Right, right. And then they turn it on, and then it's like, I don't know. I don't know. If, looking at these, I just always gravitate towards Seattle. Every single. Uh, what past, do you mean, like, just to see, or, or or like you think that like they're gonna be in the mix? In the mix, yeah, and they will be. Yeah, I mean, they have. Did you see? Um, Barring a Russell Wilson injury, did you see Brandon Browner? They signed Brandon Browner. Yeah, Brandon Browner's like Legion whatever. of Boom. He's back whatever. together. I think he's led the league in penalties. Like. Yeah, he was. Re- so he was really good with Seattle a few years ago, and then when he was with New England, he was not. Was he actually really good? Well, like, just, if I dove into the stats, was he good? Well, I guess maybe it's one of those things where, like, when you watch a guy on TV and he's like super aggressive, he's, he comes off as, really as good. good. I don't know about yeah. If you dove in the stats, that's just like yeah. Is Cam Chancellor like amazing? Yeah. Or does he just hit people really hard? That's yeah. And he's maybe out of position. Brandon Browner hits people really hard. Yeah, and he's kind so of maybe they're just out of position all the time and just true. try and smack people. But I would need to look further into that. The thing that I, I don't al- like the Seahawks. The either. thing that I always do when I look at these odds is because like like betting New England to win six to one. It's like you know if if you were gonna bet money, which is not condoned on this podcast, but like if you were going to, if you were gonna wage gummy bears, Haribo gummy bears, like right now you'd have to wager six gummy bears. Or sorry, one gummy wear bear to win six against for the Patriots because they're six to one odds. But anyways, what I'm saying is, like, there's that's not really where the value is. The value is usually in finding like people that are like you know twenty to one, twenty five to one, thirty to one. Yeah. Um, is there anybody in that range that sticks out to you that you? Yes. Think? All right. Who do you got? Wait, is it twenty to one and over? Yeah, sure. Like anybody that's twenty. Or can I go sixteen to one and over? I know what you're thinking about sixteen to one. Who do you think I'm thinking of? Arizona. It's Arizona. Yeah. Like, why wouldn't they be there? Like, that, why? Why? Why is Arizona? Why do they have worse odds than than Pittsburgh? I don't know. Maybe. Well, maybe because they're in the same division as Seattle. Yes. So what? They, well, were, they saying, won well, the division last year. No, I know, but it's just one of those things where if Seattle's ten to one and Arizona's in the same division, obviously their odds are going to inherently be more than if they were in a division with a bunch of not good teams. Like Pittsburgh, well, well Pittsburgh, the I mean, Bengals. What are you talking about? No, but I'm just saying like Pittsburgh's obviously favored to win their division because they're twelve to one, and the Bengals are twenty to one. So it's you know. oh, I see what you're saying. I don't know. I just like the Steelers. Fine if they're healthy, fine. But they're never healthy. I do agree with you that Arizona is. I think that's a good pick there because like why they were basically value play? they were basically. I mean. Or even like did they like did they lose anybody because they were basically I mean other than getting just waxed by Carolina, 
They were based. I mean, they were in the title game, right? Yeah, and Tyron Matthew was hurt. Yeah. So, I don't know. All the receivers are young. The Maybe, running backs are well, young. No, Fitzgerald's not young. Well, sorry, I don't mean all the receivers. They have a number of young receivers. Yeah. Um, and Fitzgerald kind of like he started the season really strong from a stats perspective, and then he like really turned it on in the playoffs. Like, yeah. That game against the Packers. He yeah, I don't want to talk about it. But yeah, I just like I don't know. And I, like, and I, I don't know. I, I I Pittsburgh. I mean. I think part of the thing with Pittsburgh, too, is Ben was hurt for a while last year, too. Big Ben. He's always hurt. It's the same thing every year. That's true. He does get hurt. But, I don't know. Maybe people are just looking at, like, Antonio Brown. And Le'Veon and, uh, Bell. Le'Veon Bell was out. Uh, out missed a lot of the Martavis year, Martavis Bryant's now. Well, who knows? Who knows when he's going to play again? Yeah. So, I don't know. I don't know. But another, I feel like another, like, this pains me to say this, but, like, why not the Cowboys at 22-1? to Or why not the Giants at 25-1? to yeah, so those I agree with those just because especially in the division that they play, it's like, you know, that division is always so wide open and it seems like whoever wins that division is always just like 9 and 7 or 10 and 6. Yeah. And it's not I guess what I'm saying is it's not like the NFC West where you have like a Seattle or an Arizona to always worry about, so you know to win that division you have to go like 12 and 4, 13 and 3. And we've seen in the past those teams have talent. I mean, Eli Manning has won two Super Bowls and you could say he's inconsistent and kind of streaky, but he's obviously shown that he has the ability when he's at his best right. to do it. Obviously, Odell Beckham, you know, Tony Romo coming back with Des Bryant. And the so, Giants made some huge offseason defensive signings too. Yeah. So I think it's something <laughs> I, I want to ask you who you think is a value play also, mm-hmm. but I get just looking at this right now. <laughs> is it funny to you that the Eagles have worse odds than the Jags to win the Super Bowl? Oh my God! Oh my God! You know who else does? Is San Francisco? That, well, that's fair. But the Eagles. No, I know, but it's just like, and Miami. Wow. Oh, I suppose Miami lost a bunch of people too. Like that's hilarious to me that the Eagles. <laughs> well, what's hilarious is like three years ago they were like pretty good, and then Chip Kelly came in and basically just destroyed them, and now he's at the now he's with San Francisco. <laughs> I don't oh, know. Man. Well, well, yeah. The Eagles Dude, have, fall from grace. The Eagles nice. have the worst odds, and they just traded like a bunch of picks to get up to number two in the NFL draft. They really so, want that Carson Wentz, bro. Gonna, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Anyways, um, who do you think is value here? Um, so I think you touched on a, a number of the good ones. I kind of wish. I kind of wish the NFL. Uh, Super Bowl odds were a bit like I mean I, I suppose there are playoff odds but I'll say one team that I mean it's not going to happen but one team that I think from a defensive standpoint is good or at least they were last year and offensively they have some weapons although I guess they lost I know who you're gonna say they lost one who do you think I'm gonna say I think that you're gonna say Oakland I was gonna so I was actually going to go a bit further down, and I don't think this team has a chance to win the Super Bowl. I just think their odds are too 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 high is the Rams. Knock it off. But, again, that goes back to what I was saying about Arizona in that they play in the same division as Arizona and Seattle. So for them to even make the playoffs... They could. No, but I'm saying... But even if they do, right, what are they going to be, a wild card? Yeah. So I guess that maybe that does make sense. But I just feel like they're always one of those teams that... They kind of hang around. They're always like eight and eight, nine and seven, yeah. like threat to be eight and eight, nine and seven. Well, they have a huge front four, and Gurley's just a beast. Gurley's a beast. Nick Foles, like jury's still out on him, but he did prove. I mean, he did win games with the Eagles a few years ago. I mean, he's not. 
He's not terrible. He's not. He's not like. Wait, they're not. They're not sticking. It out. Isn't Case Keenum there? They're not sticking it out. Well, Case Keenum. No, I'm sure. I'm sure he'll be in the mix. I'm sure he'll have a shot. Dude, sling it around. I honestly thought you were gonna say Oakland though. Well, I think Oakland, you, I think Oakland's another team because they're another team that likes to uh, splash around in free agency. And one, of, you figure one of these times they're gonna they're gonna get lucky or they're gonna hit on some of these guys they sign. And well, they, they have, got they, they had a they, and they good have, draft with fucking Mac, yeah. dude. Well, and Carr, Carr's turning out to be yeah. a legitimate. Uh, Amari Cooper, yeah. Don't um and a resurging Michael Crabtree. Yeah, he's good, man. Don't uh, don't sleep on your Jags. I will sleep on them right now, dude. They got. I'm already sleeping. You put me to sleep by mentioning them. I'm just saying that's another team again. I don't think they have a chance in hell to win the Super Bowl, but it's one of those teams that. Like, would you be absolutely like shocked if they somehow made the playoffs out of that division? Yeah, I considering they almost did last year, I would be shocked because I just don't see them. Like, I think top to bottom, the Colts and the Texans are better, and that's true. Luck was hurt quite a bit. Last yeah, year he too. was hurt last year, and the Texans. Added and do you a really bunch of guys. think? Yeah, do you really think that the Colts? Do you think like so they're gonna? They're gonna have to. Well, I don't know. Yeah, that's like it's true. okay. Fine. It's not a odd, uh, out of the question, but it's a it's a very long shot. Like I'm not. I would never ever pick them to make playoffs. Do you know what team kind of this year? Do you know what team kind of does actually scare me though? Um, like going back to some of the more value teams. Um, like scare you? All they need to do. What do you mean scare you? Well, it's just one of those. Like in the next couple of years, if they figure out. Some if they figure out their quarterback situation, well, not figure it out, but like if the person that plays quarterback for them takes a couple takes a leap and becomes like basically if he takes a leap, you know who I think could actually be really good, either the Bengals or the Vikings. The Vikings, yeah, because I think Bridgewater's serviceable, but he's Teddy he, Two Gloves. He he's like an Alex, hashtag Teddy He's two in gloves. the same vein of an Alex Smith. Like he's not winning you games, but he's not losing you games right now. But if he get to a point where he's because he's an accurate thrower, like he's he's not bad. It's just he hasn't taken that leap yet. And if he can, like defensively, they have tools in place. Mm-hmm. Obviously, Adrian Peterson. I mean, they won the, the the division last year. I mean, they're obviously well. I mean, they're obviously a good team. Um, and as obviously as a Packer fan, I that that scares me. If like Teddy Bridgewater, if Teddy Bridgewater, let's just say this. If he does what like Kaepernick did that one year, where like all of a sudden nobody could stop him, you know, because of his running. So if Teddy Bridgewater could do a similar thing, but obviously with his like passing ability, sure. he's more of like a pocket passer. If you could just take that leap, I mean, that would be that would be my worst nightmare. Basically, is the Vikings, dude at twenty to one. I don't know why we're talking about other teams because the Lions are definitely going to Super Bowl. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> be them and the Bears in the uh, title game. See ya. All right, so if you had to pick right now, looking at these odds, what is your what is your favorite? Is it Arizona? Is that your favorite kind of value? I like play? Arizona. Yeah, yeah, I think that's a good one too, because they have well sixteen to one. They were basically right there last year. Do you know what I kind of don't really? Under, well, I guess maybe because of their defense. Like, why is Denver sixteen to one? Their defense? Like, who's gonna yes, play court, their defense. Who's gonna play quarterback for that team? I will. Oh, it doesn't it just doesn't matter. No, I will. Like they called me the other day. Oh, okay. They called my agent the other day. <laughs> Drew Rosenhaus. Well, I hope you still come on the pod after you're <laughs> famous. <laughs> uh, Who is their quarterback, though? I don't know. Oh no, didn't they? Didn't they just trade for someone? I have no idea. I have no idea. I either. honestly can't That's tell you. That's what I'm you. saying. Like, I don't even know their quarterback, and they're 16 to one to win the Super Bowl because like, the defense is so damn good. Well, you saw yeah. how bad Peyton well, Manning played. 
Yeah, their defense almost basically won them the Super Bowl. Von Miller stripping people in polo. Stripping polo. Stripping people and scoring. Did you see that? Strip score. What's that? That picture that uh, Von Miller photoshopped because Cam Newton in the off season is playing water polo. Oh, yeah. And he photoshopped the picture of him knocking the water polo ball out of his hand. <laughs> I love Von Miller. Unbelievable. <laughs> it's fantastic. Who's your play here? Um, I don't know. I think, you know, I actually, I, I like, I mean, if I'm looking at like value plays, I do like the the Cowboys and Giants that you mentioned just because like one of them's probably going to win the division. And so if they win the division, they'll have a home playoff game. It just sets up nicer for them than, you know, than even, I mean, like if Arizona doesn't win the division, they're a wild card, right? Yep. Same with like Seattle. Like, like so Arizona's making playoffs. No, I know, but what I'm saying is I think in the NFC East, it right, right. That's only saying. one team yeah. makes it. Yeah. So I like those teams. Oakland, it'd be interesting to see Oakland kind of put it together. I mean, it seems like I, it took, I it took a bit of a that. step last year, but like with Denver, with who knows what's going on with that team, Kansas City will probably City be will tough. Be good, yeah. But yeah, that'll be interesting. Interesting as well. So we'll see. I don't know. Should we move on? Yes. Should we move on to the main yes, event. Yes, the main event, man. The greatest sport in all of fake sports. So. I was actually having, I forget where, oh, it was my company work party that you and Casey, your wife attended. Mm -hmm. And we were talking about like our favorite TV shows. And I mentioned um, a different show, Billions on Showtime. Oh, yeah. I love that show. Can I just, can I just say something before we dive into the challenge? Yeah. That when I talked to you a couple weeks ago about the challenge and I I brought, I forget how I brought it up, but. Your first, like, your immediate response was best show on television. <laughs> so that's what I, that's what I'm getting into, because I said it's that Game of Thrones billions challenge. Oh, I said Three billions, billions because I think it's like the recency bias kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, it's a new. This is first season, and it touches on a lot of the top. Like, because we both, when we were auditors in public accounting, did venture capital and like private equity. Yeah. And the show is about that, yeah, man. It's, inter- it's, it's interesting. It's super interesting. I like that show a lot. But I think I just said that because I, I was at a formal party and I couldn't say, oh, the fucking challenge on MTV. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Full disclosure, I I have been in the last few weeks like starting to watch the challenge, like watching old seasons that maybe I didn't watch live. And I literally, I can't stop. Like my wife walk, my wife got home one time and saw me watching it. She looked at the TV and then she just said "ew" and then she she left the room. <laughs> but I can't stop. Not it. even giving it a chance. I can't. I can't stop it. It's like, I mean, what? I mean, how? What's the best comparison? I mean, it's basically like it's basically like a competition. There's always teams, and individuals are are trying to. It's almost like a mix between like Survivor and. I don't know, like Survivor and like, because it kind of like has that Survivor aspect where people get voted in and then you have to compete and people get yeah, eliminated it's, it's, every week. Like there's definitely like that aspect of uh, like uh, game theory to it almost where there's like strategy, but then also you just yeah, there's be, like, like fake in good strategy. Well, yeah, because people just gang up on each other. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the people that know each other team up. But anyways, just putting people in their 20s and maybe early 30s in a house, they get shit faced every night, go to clubs it's like and then the next day they compete in challenges and vote people off it's like a mix you know what it is it's like a mix between survivor the jersey shore and the x games because the x games is the fucking host of the show well oh yeah (laughs) no but like but no but like all like all of like the challenges that they do right 
they're all like extreme like but sports. You know, like, oh yeah, and TJ TJ Lavin's <laughs> the host, and he was in the X Games. Yeah, yeah. Uh, X Games legend. Who else? Uh, Johnny Mosley, Johnny Mosley, yeah, and uh, Dave Mira too. Dave Mira, yeah. <laughs> it's like you can only host the show if you've won so an X Games medal. Think about that. I didn't. No, that's not why I <laughs> that said was it. Nice. Yeah. That was nice. No, but it's kind of like that. Like the challenges are more X Games, and then like all of like the drama and like the going out and stuff is totally like what happened on Jersey Shore all the time. Yeah. And then you have this like strategy of like kind of survivor, you know, voting people off or voting people in. And then right. at the end, there's like one big, like the, usually it's like the top three teams or the top three men and women that make it, make it to the final. And then they win money for taking right. first, second or third. So if you have no effing idea what we're talking about, this show is on MTV. Yes. They still are putting out quality guys. Quality. I actually quality. I love unity. Jesus, rest in peace. Rest in peace, <laughs> rest in peace, brother. But it's on MTV. It started out as the Real World Road Rules Challenge. Um, the Road Rules, I think, got canceled. Yeah, it got discontinued a while ago. Yeah, it was like big in kind of like the late nineties, early two yeah. thousands. Yeah, 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 yeah. And I think it got canceled. And now they've just were going um, with strictly i think real world cast from the beginning after that yeah and then i mean every now and then there's some people from road rules but they're by this point they're like pretty it's old all, yeah, yeah um and now but now they have some of the other some of their other shows like are you the one they have people coming from that show so now they're mm-hmm. adding in other mtv shows plucking people from other mtv shows to be on the challenge as well right so they have like different setups per season i guess the themes uh, different themes yeah. i think is a better yeah. word so it's typically split up, usually, I'd say 90% of the time it's split up into two teams, mm-hmm. but sometimes it's actually that, you know, they've had where the teams would be like, dra- like they'd have individuals, like, like free like, agents. But well, like this year they have, or that, or like this year they have like 13 different teams. Right, right. Well. Instead of two. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They have like partner teams. And well, and then the, there was the one year they did like Battle of the Seasons where they had like you know, four person team, eight four person teams from the different like real world seasons that they had. Oh, I totally forgot about. Yeah. That. So I, I mean, that's the nice thing too about it is they definitely try to kind of keep it, I guess, fresh and a lot of the stuff kind of stays the same. But at the same time, like they try to add different twists into it. <laughs> the to, twists aren't very. They're not very, I guess, creative. Well, sometimes, sometimes they just throw random things like. Oh, you're not getting eliminated tonight, or like oh, like, or like during the, or the season. I thought you were talking about uh, with the themes. Oh no, 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 no. Yeah, oh, like during okay. the season. They, okay. Yeah, but yeah. So this this season's theme is rivals. It's rivals three, so it's a third rendition of the rivals theme, which is basically like whether it be on their respective uh, shows or in past challenges, different people have. Uh, developed like animosity towards one another. Maybe they got in a fight. Maybe somebody punched somebody. Twitter beef. Yeah, Twitter beef. Um, <laughs> you know, for whatever reason. So they have thirteen teams. The interesting thing about these teams is it's one one man, one woman teams. Like in the past, they've done rivals, and it's been like two men, two women, whatever. Yeah. But this time, it's it's like thirteen different teams, all man, woman, one man, one woman, and it, yeah. So that's kind of the setup of of this season. Yeah, and I guess like what we're what what I want everyone to understand before we dive into like the cast of this upcoming season because we're gonna hype this upcoming season up hard right now or we're gonna we're gonna begin. But Seth, where where could you 
watch the uh, the previous seasons right now? Well, because I know you you said you're watching. Yeah, if you have a subscription to Hulu, you can. They have. I think this is the upcoming season is the twenty eighth season it's of the something challenge. Something like that. I, that's um, impressive. Well, I know. I only know that because on Hulu they have. I think twenty one through twenty seven. It is twenty seven. Wow. So they this, have, this is the twenty eighth coming up. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And then they have twenty one through twenty seven. So you can get like the last like seven or so on Hulu. Um, you know, if you want to catch up and just get sucked in, like if I you do. just want just brainless, mindless TV to watch. Well, and it's entertaining too because it's super entertaining because every I mean the format of every show is basically like you have a challenge, and then you have drama at the house and like going out, and then you have an elimination, and it's kind of like. You know, you can just you can count on it every every show. Yeah. You have you have it. So, so you could catch up, you know, on Hulu, but definitely check out the previous seasons. So they have like the same, the same cast members, you know, that show up in every season. Like the MTV producers give them the call every season because oh, yeah. they're like, like the oh, regulars. you do really well. Like you know, people watch the show when you're on it and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, well, there yeah, there's definitely cast members that are are good like characters that MTV wants on there mm-hmm. and they do well just in general. So in the, it, yeah. Like, yeah, in, like, the John, like Johnny Bananas is probably like he's the, the most dude. famous like he's one. He's the yeah. most famous one. I think it's him and then CT, CT. Yeah. are the two most famous people in the challenge. But because they like everybody knows him because like historically CT's gotten into fights. I mean, he's crazy. Everybody. He's crazy. Did you see, did you, did you get to the challenge yet where it was in one of the final eliminations between Johnny and CT. And he just like stands up. Where they're strapped. Beasts. They're strapped to each other. Yeah, I saw okay, that. so they're strapped to each other in the middle, back to back. And you have to like get up and like walk. And you have to pat- drag first the other person, drag the, the other person to their side mm-hmm. and knock over a barrel. Mm-hmm. Wins. Yep. CT gets up. This is a six, yeah. what, six, six guy, just insanely huge. Picks up Johnny, who's not a small guy. No. Like a freaking backpack, Johnny's just, flailing on his back, and he's like, hul- and he, CT's like hulking out. He Hulk he... walks, stomps on the ground all the way to the barrel, spins around, and backs Johnny into his <laughs> barrel and knocks it over. It is actually one of the Watch greatest. It, it's it's got to be yeah. on YouTube. Oh yeah, I would say that's probably one of the more famous uh, clips. It's, it's the greatest moment on the challenge I've ever seen. Um, Look it up on YouTube. Just type in CT verse. If you don't, if you're like, oh, Corey and Seth, this is dumb. Why are you talking about Check this Check out shit? that clip, and then you're going to want to watch the show. Type in CT versus Johnny Bananas challenge, and you will find this. You'd be like, oh, shit. Or just type in CT challenge and just start watching the videos. And just watch all of his dumbass stuff. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I agree. It's very entertaining, and when he's on it, it's you know something's gonna happen. Either he's gonna, you know, he he's either gonna be hooking up with girls, or he's just gonna be like punching people, or just going crazy. But he's or he's he's actually mellowed out over the years, and now he's like kind of too chill. Did you know? I was actually this is like part of my uh, just my organic research in watching all organic these research. Yeah. So did you organic know that, sales. Did you know that his brother got murdered? CTs. Yeah. What? So it was like, do you remember that challenge? There's a challenge uh, years ago where, you know, they're all like partying and drinking and talking shit. And he ends up like just fucking punching this guy, Adam. Adam in the, f- yes. Yes. So that challenge was recorded right after his brother. Oh, murdered, that would make sense. And so he was like not in a good place. Um, and then, yeah, he has mellowed out after that because I think he, well, 
I'm sure part of it is like maturity too, but he just got to a point where he's just like, and he was dating a person on the show. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, and that she had cancer, and she away, just yeah. recently passed. He's mm-hmm. man, that's rough. Yeah, he's had a. That would make a lot of sense though yeah. about that season specifically. Well, yeah, because he used to be like kind of a psycho, and like he can still he still kind of turns that on. But yeah, he's definitely he's definitely mellowed out a bit he's, more. Yeah, he has mellowed out. The last the the most I guess recent season was. Um, it was called Battle of the Bloodlines, mm-hmm. where you know old cast members brought on you know like cousins or One brothers their, or yeah, sisters, relation, yeah. um, and then those were the to teams. compete with them on their team. Yep. And uh, they brought CT out. I don't know if you remember that they yep. brought CT out with like uh, the person he was dating, sister that yep. you know her sister just yep. passed away, and he was super chill during the yeah. entire thing. So yeah, he was like super nice. Yeah, super nice, I'm so. just like, who is this guy? I know. <laughs> yeah, so. The new season starts on May 4th, and there's 13 teams, and... It's called... It's called Rivals 3, like we said. Um, so, Corey, I guess, if, you know, looking at these teams, you can find all these teams on, like, Wikipedia or uh, the MTV website. Yep. So, I gotta say that I think I think there's definitely what I would call clear favorites. Yeah. Which doesn't mean that they're gonna win, but... Because a lot of times when there's a clear favorite, they end up being targeted by like the other teams, especially since there's a lot of newer people on this mm-hmm. upcoming one. Because because usually in in past seasons, like the vets, the veterans will form like an alliance and just like you know kick the rookies right. out or send the rookies in like elimination. But I kind of feel like there's like a decent amount of either like rookies or teams that have like a rookie on them. Yeah. But I would say what I was gonna say is I think the clear favorites are Giant Bananas and Sarah. They're 100 percent the favorite. Like and I, like Giant Bananas won five challenges. Sarah has Sarah's, won. She's been in finals. She won a I challenge won on one. Battle of the X's too. Dude, your memory is insane. Right I've now. just watched a lot of these. <laughs> <laughs> um so they are definitely will have not only are they gonna be the favorites, but they're gonna have a a target on their back. Right. I just so I just want to preface what I'm about to say with I actually thought, like, for how much we're hyping up the challenge, like, all the seasons and mm-hmm. just the history of the show. Yeah. Because it's been around since 1998. Mm-hmm. Which yes. is, They're starting to do, like, multiple seasons a year now. Yeah, it's unbelievable. Yeah. But I actually thought the most recent season, Battle of Bowlands, that I just mentioned was probably one Don't of my it. least Don't favorite. It's just there wasn't enough drama. There wasn't enough drama. Like the drama makes the show. Well, and I think the drama of that one is like, oh look, they're with their family member, and like that was cool. And but, I st- yeah, I but just after think a while, it, well, that's what I mean. After a while, it's like okay, you know, we get it. It's family members. Yeah, it, you know? I just don't think it was cast well. They didn't bring on the people that you know most of us know that maybe they declined the show. I don't know, but yeah, that's true. Like I would have wanted to see CT on it. I would have wanted to yeah. see. Zach on it when like CT or Zach are not on the current one either they're not which but is I do like like there's some mainstays but sorry I just went off on a tangent there there are some people that they bring back that historically have been really good but mm-hmm. like the most famous person that's ever been on the challenge I think is Johnny Bananas yeah and he's 100% I mean, favorite every time he's literally in. made a career out of it yeah so what do they do like what is what is bananas do well i think he, a, he, he probably challenge. he probably goes around and does like speaking he has like events and stuff yeah like where maybe he gets paid like like five, at a club like oh johnny bananas absolutely is or anything yeah because he's you know he's built like a brand now, like a radio or, appearance or something absolutely yeah 
where that he just goes around. He probably does enough of those each year to probably make a living. And then if he goes on the challenge and can win it and win a hundred K, it's like boom, you know? Yeah. Like at this point, like I don't think he I mean, at this point he he is literally a reality T V like star. That's like his job. Yeah. That's his job. Yeah. Like you know on like The Bachelor when we're talking about like what's your job? Where, his would be reality TV. Where like star. those two those two girls are just like twin. Yeah. Which was that's so not a job. By the way, that's not a job. Yeah, but his would be re- reality TV star, right? Yep, I think so. I would think so. I want to research what he did before this. Did you know? So the nice thing about Wikipedia and doing deep dives, especially with a show like this, is they have the all-time money winners. You know, and he's number one. Well, because you win, you know, you win money if you right, second, right. Third. Oh yeah, we should. Did we say that before? Yeah, but Johnny Bananas is number one all time so guess how much money he's made on the challenge all time it's usually like around 100k split 150 used so it used to be 100 or 150 split and now it's like 250 for first okay, split for so first, now it's like 125 for first split but yeah. okay so when he was doing it so i would say if he's won five times 100k split that but with the increase i don't know 350 Four hundred nine thousand dollars he's made doing this. Pre-tax or post? I would imagine that's pre all pre-tax. <laughs> yeah. The next, the next highest person, two hundred forty-eight thousand dollars. Who's that? Wes. Oh yeah. Oh, we'll. I'll. I'll. I'll touch so John, on Wes later. So Johnny is like. I mean, he literally has made a career out of this. And the nice thing about it too is, like we touched on, is he's. I mean, he kind of rubs some people the wrong way, but he definitely plays the game. You know, he's not, I don't actually don't think he's, he's not like a bad guy. He just knows how to play the game and like well, kind of manipulate people and rally people around him or like, you know. I don't even think he's like doing any manipulating anymore or playing the game. Oh, he just has like that he much. He has a name yeah. now. So and people are like afraid of him. They're like, yes. oh, we can't vote Johnny in He doesn't even man. do anything. Yeah, 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 He just kind of chills for a while. He doesn't, and, yeah, he just chills. Yeah. But then like, but it is. Because how the show works, like you usually have to vote somebody on the other team off. And yeah. no one usually picks Johnny ever. Yeah, because they know that he's like so. He's got such a history of doing well that if he wins and comes back, he's going to target them, and people right. don't want that. Right. I guess one of the one of the bright points though of the most recent season was the introduction of Vince, which was Johnny's cousin. Dude, and- I think Vince is he's just like useless. He's a huge bro, a huge like Jersey bro. I guess or, like he, New York. Bro. I guess he. Try out for a few NFL teams. Okay. Like, I think he actually might he might have made one, like at least a, a camp. But he didn't he didn't do too hot in the the no. most recent season, no, so everyone made fun of him. Yeah. But um he's partnered up with Jenna, who's like been on the last like three or four, and she's like the really attractive, mm-hmm. like I don't know, how would you describe I think her? She's like a model. She, I think she is a model. And people think she's all like ditzy and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, she's like she's like she's tall, like she's like tall and good. blonde, and yeah. she's like but she's like really good at elimination. Yeah, and, like and she, she just like crushes. I think she made like the last two finals, yeah. finals in the and those are her only two challenges ever. Yeah, but she's made a final in every challenge. She's yeah, done, yeah, which is pretty crazy, right? But I think that's because they're paired together because they kind of disagreed, I guess, on uh, the last. Uh, oh yeah, like she thought she, she was, hated him. Yeah, she yeah. hated him, and he yeah. But that's an interesting pair. Um, and then one of my favorite people on the challenge of all time is Leroy. 
Oh, Leroy's the man. He's so damn funny. He's funny, but then like he's also like when you're his partner, like he seems to like really support his partner, but like yeah. also like get them hyped up. Like he gets really hyped. Yeah. You know? He'd be like, that's a wrap. He's like, we're gonna win this. We're gonna win this tonight. <laughs> and I'm not dude, even worried. The dude's like a specimen too. Yeah, oh, he's huge, yeah. Um and he's probably paired with I think the most attractive girl on the show. Avery. You oh, like man. Avery? <laughs> Hot take. <laughs> Woo! <laughs> Although I don't think she's actually very good at the challenge. That's the only I problem. don't care. So they might not be around for very long. Is the only problem. Dude, poor Leroy. Poor Leroy. Um, oh, and I have to mention Corey. Oh, yeah. Corey. Made the final last Corey, season. Corey spells his name. Corey spells name. exactly as I do. Yep. So, you know, shout out to Corey. Other Corey. So, and I actually don't know who his partner is. I don't know. That so if you had to pick a favorite, well, not a favorite, but if you if you have to pick right now, like who you think is going to win, what would you say? Bananas. Bananas and Sarah. Like, would that's you, a dumb pick. Like that's, so do you know why? Not you know, dumb, but boring. So I would, the other reason why I think they're a favorite is not, obviously Giant Bananas is, is really good. But even Sarah, like when she was on The Real World, she was like over, I guess what I'm saying is over the season, she's gotten like more in shape. Yeah. And like, like she's really good. strong she's and good. she's like really smart too yeah. so like when there's like a puzzle and stuff she's really good at that yeah, stuff so we too. need we need to mention like it's not only physical oh yeah that's but right, there's yeah. also these puzzles that people just hate mm-hmm. because you know they have to actually think a little well, bit because most of these people like what they do for a living is they go on this reality tv show so they're not necessarily like you know quantitative minded people. well if you threw like a puzzle in front of me but we have to say a lot of the puzzles are like after you've done That's something physical too, yeah. for a long period yeah, of like time. Yeah, like you run like three miles and then you have to go solve a puzzle. Yeah, and you're and just like, like disoriented. Yeah, and you're not expecting that. And then all of a sudden, or like you you swim a mile to like a so beach. So I'm not going to like discredit them that much, you know? Yeah. Because yeah. I don't know how easy that would be for or me. Especially like some of the eliminations, like mo- I would say like, what would you say? Like 75% of the eliminations are like physical. Like, you got to, like, outwork your opponent or you got to, yeah, like... Yeah, 90% of Yeah, them. but then every night... So, like, all day, if you're going into elimination and then you're, like, you know, mentally preparing, you're going to, like, I'm going to just... I'm going to get after this. I'm yeah. going to get, like, pumped, right? And then also you get there and it's a puzzle and just completely, like, disorients you because you're, like, man, I was ready to, like, smack somebody around. Now I got to, like, think. Now I got to think, yeah. Yeah, exactly. So that could be... So d- did we talk about where... Where is this one? Um, Location-wise. That's a good question. Because um, they're always in some, like... I think the last oh, it's one in, this was one in is Turkey. in Turkey. Well, I guess this one is in uh, it's in Mexico, and then they must go to uh, Buenos Aires, Argentina, for the final because it says it starts in Mexico. Oh, you then, cheated! Usually, like they're surprised when they go to like. Well, the, it's on Wikipedia. I mean, what do you want <laughs> me to say? Kidding. Yeah, like last year they were in Turkey, and they then went they to went Berlin, to Berlin yeah. for the final, which is pretty cool. So they're always in. Usually, I mean, sometimes they're in Europe, but most of the time they're in some tropical location. Um, well, it's usually somewhere something. where there's like water, like water, and because they're gonna be they're, like water a lot of challenges, challenges yeah. water yeah. and heights and stuff like that. They're in Thailand for one, I think. So is so Sarah and Bananas is obviously the the favorites. Do you think they're gonna win? Um, sorry, I'm just scrolling through right now. Any other teams that I think could beat them? I think the only other team would be. Uh, Nani and Wes. Yeah, I think they're they're definitely a dark horse. They yeah. So Wes has been around forever. He has a bunch of wins too. Yeah, he's good. He well, he was the number two money leader. Yeah. Bananas. So yeah. he's won like three or four of these things. He's like, he's like another conniving kind of well, but, but see, reputation. So I guess. we're like Johnny Bananas is more like you know, like strategy, and he'll kind of like lay back and let you know, kind of let the dust clear. Like Wes is the type of guy that like. 
if he sees an opportunity in like the first challenge, he'll go against like Sarah and Johnny Bananas yeah, to try and take them, them in. Out. Yes, exactly. And he'll like he'll go in purposely like he doesn't, to like, try he doesn't and take play, them out. Like, yeah. Like he like he doesn't he, play the long game. Like he does play the long he game. He does, but, but he also likes to like flip everything on its head and like make people uncomfortable and, right, and like try right. and get everybody. Kind of like CT, yeah. they're not. They try to act like they're not intimidated by anybody, kind of thing. Yeah. Um, so I think that'd be. And Nani's been around. Um, she has been on like the last like five she, or six. She's, she's made like finals and stuff too, right? Yeah, she's yeah. made finals. I don't she's, think she's won though. No, but she's. I mean, she's usually she's like form, formidable. I guess you could and say. Her and Johnny are usually. They like, almost yeah. Well, they the lion, like, in the last ones. one they took. Her and Johnny were partners, and they think they took fourth. I think they just missed out on the final because they got put in. You know, like somebody made a play at the end to put them in to elimination right before the final. Mm. You know what I mean? To the try two, and like, two before the one. Oh uh, yeah, the the battle of the X's. Oh okay, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? So like, I think you're right. That's so. I guess what I was gonna say is that's what I could see happening with Sarah and Bananas this time is people are gonna be gunning for them. Oh, no, especially like are. Wes or like other people. So I think unless they're winning a bunch of challenges, they might actually have to face a lot of eliminations if people. Um, you know, if people have their way. Yeah. Anything else you want to touch on? For this? Well, I mean, so I guess the other thing, the other thing I wanted to ask is, is there, is there anybody, like, who do you think is the most likely person to get kicked off the show for fighting? <laughs> most Cause likely? Because it seems like every, it seems like maybe every other year, somebody gets kicked off the show for like throwing a punch or something. I don't know. Just rolling through this. Okay. So I do have one. So there's this, cu- there's this team right now, Camilla and Tony. So I Oh Tony is crazy. Yeah, so <laughs> so is Camilla. Camilla's psycho and she's been on the show for a long time. She's Brazilian. Um and Tony was just on the most recent season. Yeah. But he got super hammered and started screaming at girls. So then when he starts screaming at girls, other guys step up to defend the girls. Dude, on the Battle of the Bloodlines, he got in a fight with his brother. Yeah, they got into like a fist fight. Yes. So he's my pick. <laughs> That's a good pick. <laughs> That's a really good pick. I think if I had to pick, yeah, I don't know. That would probably have to be my pick too. Like, I don't just because I don't really see. I don't think anybody else is dumb enough to do it. I guess maybe from a girl standpoint, I could see Camilla getting kicked off. Yeah, it's that team. Yeah, it's gonna be one of those. It's that team. (laughs) It's that team. Um, All right, I got one more question for you. Sure. What team? Because these are all all these teams are one man, one woman, and. The whole premise of them being paired together is in the past they've like not liked each other. They've gotten like heated arguments. Right, right, right. So what team scrolling through these do you think is most likely to hook up like within their Ooh, own team? Interesting. There's no doubt in my mind it's Corey. If you watch the last season, you'll know what I'm like talking a smooth about. Operator. Yeah. Yeah. There's no doubt. Well, and I think Corey and his person were on the same uh, real world his season. person well his partner sorry <laughs> you're my person you might you my girl boo <laughs> my person um they were on the same uh real world season okay i think a lot of these people have developed rivalries like through challenges so there might be a little more uh, yeah so she's new coming on the show yeah well and what i'm saying is like he has a bit of a history with her oh gotcha, gotcha. you know what i mean versus just like oh we were on a challenge together sure, one sure. time or whatever sure. I don't know. I mean, the part part of the problem too is like some of these people I don't know their like situation. So like I don't know like do they have a wife? Do they have a girlfriend? I assume they have a wife or a husband. They're not on the show. 
I assume so too. Because <laughs> um, most of the people on the show, are, like I said earlier, are in their twenties. Yeah. Um. So I could see. I guess scrolling through this, I could see. Um. Man, I I I honestly I could see a lot of these people end up hooking up. Um. I could see. That's funny. I just I can't. I could see Johnny and Jessica hooking up, just because they're both kind of like young and I don't know. I could just see that happening. Or Johnny's ex-girlfriend's on the show. I know. That's what I'm saying. Like, you know, there could be some drama there. I could honestly see uh, Thomas and Simone hooking up. Just because Thomas... Thomas is hilarious. Dude, that's what he that did. Dude. That's what he did on the last one he was on. He was just like hooking up. I love that dude. Yeah. He's, he's like, so funny. He was just hooking up. And he looks high 100% Actually, of the time. Actually, you know what? I got it. You know who I think could hook up? Who? Nicole and Dario. Oh, uh, that's fair. I think they could hook up. Because I think their whole, like, quote-unquote rivalry was just that, like, Dario and his hated Johnny. Donnie and his twin brother, like, yeah, hated Johnny, and, and then, we're like, we're like the young bucks, like, we'll yeah. get him. And then Nicole's cousin is Nani, and so they're partnering with up with Johnny. They're all just yeah. like, they're all just kind of like fiery and, and emotional, and then they just have like an argument. That's like their rivalry. Yeah. So I could see them, you know, taking that fire and emotion and turning it inwards towards see, each right, other. Right, you know what I'm saying? All right. That's actually that's that's not that's not a bad guess. But yeah, other than that. I'm really I'm really excited for the new season May 4th and I think you know what we should do is we should come on maybe not like every week do a full pod but I think we should at least dedicate some time during the season to to talk about some of the developments and give some yeah so some rapid some rapid reactions so whoever's uh listening and does not watch this show just give it a try like yeah. it's it's awesome it's totally entertaining it's mindless TV maybe before you go to bed it's perfect for that. I mean, contrary to how much Corey and I hype it up, like don't go into it thinking you're going to watch Game this of Thrones is, or this Billions. is fantastic television. Like, just I mean, it's entertaining. The narrative is so great. It's entertaining. Give it a shot. You you know what you're going to get. You're going to get a bunch of people. They really partying. developed that character well. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> but yeah, like I, like I said, it's it's definitely a a mix between kind of like Survivor, Jersey Shore, and the X Games. And you'll see what I'm talking about if you watch Yeah, a there's episodes. physical challenges, so you get to see like some athletic ability. And then it's people basically partying together in a house for, they're there for like, what, a month or two? Yeah. So. Yeah. I and, love it. And there are some twists. You know, so it's not like it's just, oh, I know what's going to happen. Like, there are definitely some some drama. And, like, some, you know, I, I actually think they do a decent job of editing it to make it, you know, as interesting as possible. Because some of the challenges are, like, awesome. And some of them you can just tell, like, somebody just gets crushed. But they still do a good job to make it kind yeah. of entertaining. Yeah. Um, I just thought of one more thing I wanted to ask sure. you. So, in you know how in the, in the final challenge, usually it's, like, this crazy, like several multiple step, days yeah multiple days or like multiple and multiple phases and there's like physical activity there's a puzzle usually you have to eat some terrible food or you know terrible items what it's, do you <laughs> what do you think would be i mean like if you were on the challenge like what is your like what would your uh like achilles heel be like what would you eating, be, eating stuff it would be eating anything nasty no like, chance like just because it tastes bad or like texture stuff I am a huge. I hate texture. Like, like texture, textures. I hate it. Like I hate Jello. I Wait, hate, you hate Jello? I ha- I can't. <laughs> like a Jello shot? I can't do it. Are you I, kidding me? Yes, and I yogurt. If, if there's Wait, not you like, don't like yogurt. If there's if there's stuff mixed in it like that will add some texture, I'll eat it. But just like, like 
So like applesauce. I don't remember the last time I ate applesauce. Yeah, I don't either. But I, but like that's the type like stuff that's like not like if it's slimy, I just start. Yeah. So like having to loosening. drink having to drink what about like having to drink like warm like goat milk? I think I could do that. So it's more just it's more like uh like some of the uh like the the innards of like animals. Yeah, it's like kind of just like anything that's slimy that I somewhat have to chew. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like because once that like texture feel gets to me like it's yeah. not, if i know it's like a liquid that i could drink i could probably do it yeah but i think anything i think the eating challenges would kill me yeah i think those or anything kind of like claustrophobic in tight spaces oh, okay i think that would be kind of intimidating for me too yeah i know i think those are i think those are like my that that's like mine too is just because i feel like because they always have something too where you have to like kind of test your limits of like like stand in this like four two foot by two foot square you yeah. and your partner overnight yeah so it's like freezing and you have to stand and like only one of you can go rest at a time and like right kind of like testing your like almost like it's almost like a mental toughness thing a lot of it is i think a lot of that stuff i could find a way to do but like when you you know when you're in the middle of like a challenge it's kind of what we were saying with the puzzle like you just ran like three miles and now you got to go and you, you know you're in like 90 degree weather and you got to go inside this room and eat a bunch of shit yeah it's like I don't know. That's I ain't about a whole that. Other I ain't about that, yeah. bro. I ain't about that. I would definitely be. That would definitely. I would definitely be struggling with that part too. So, cool. All right. Any any last words about the challenge or? No, just give no. it a try. Would yeah. you say May fourth? May fourth. Yep. So it's coming up. Yeah, you can watch the challenge during the week in Game of Thrones on the weekends, and you know it'll be a nice little nice little one two punch for I you. Know. Oh, May fourth. Two of the best shows on television, <laughs> according to Corey Rod. Billions and the challenge. <laughs> okay, well, Game of Thrones. Yeah, I like Game of Thrones yeah. too. Um, May fourth is actually the day I'm flying out to go to the Kentucky Derby this year. Uh oh. So maybe we need to do a little uh, pre-derby discussion. Yeah, we'll we'll talk about all our best bets, all the scientific research. You better listen. We're we really do. good with picks, so I actually did win one. Get them. Kill them. Kill them. Do I think I remember that? Because you and Fawcett bet on the yeah i won like 30 bucks Woot. holla sweet well yeah we'll be back next week um another week in the books loose pod here hope you enjoyed it hope you enjoyed little it. nfl odds check out check out the challenge give it a shot you know it pairs well with a nice lazy weekend so just you know a nice glass of vino vino <laughs> uh shout out to trey again for our amazing brilliant intro and outro music yep. Uh, give his mixtape a listen on SoundCloud. Yep, follow him on SoundCloud. Share with your friends. And we will talk to you guys next week. Aside from Twitter, you can now find us on Facebook. Oh, that's right. Facebook, The Board Minutes. Check them out. The Board Check Minutes. You'll get podcast updates. But if you don't want to look at Facebook for podcast updates, subscribe on iTunes. You'll get automatic updates per usual. Yep. And next week when we come back at you, you'll get that automatically. And until then, we'll see you later. Luke Walton, out. It's time with your girl, like they won't get you pills. You can be a family guy dog, but even Brian got killed. I'm kicking this knowledge while supplying my will. If you don't think I can beat you, I'm just implying I will. This deuce. <laughs> I'm just implying. Uh, I ain't implying nothing. Yeah. Deucey. <laughs> yeah.